and we are back and we are the run duo i am tommy mitchell what's up guys and i'm india cook hey india how you doing i'm good i'm good good, good to hanging hear, good in to there. hear. Yes, hanging in there. We 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 driving into the late part of January, um, yes. and you know, beginning of the year. My my two thousand my my two thousand twenty one is starting off great. I'm I'm loving it. It's it's everything's nice. We get a new president. Everything's yes. starting off you know rosy for me yes. in twenty twenty one. Yes, it is. It is going good. Of course, some um, we are getting new presidents. Some unfortunate uh, things have happened since you and I have connected. But you know what? We're not going to let that overshadow what has already taken place, meaning that Biden has won the presidency and Kamala Harris, and they will be in that thing this week. So I am really excited about that. Yes, yes. Now, we if we record on Tuesday, so guys, if something happened between Tuesday and Thursday, and we don't <laughs> talk about it, don't act like we're ignoring it. But right. he's, getting, he's, getting, he's getting put in on Wednesday. Right. You don't know what might pop off. So <laughs> don't act like, don't think we're ignoring that. We just, you right. know, we just might not know about it at this Yes, and we definitely hope that everything and pray for me that everything goes well and um, they are doing whatever they need to do. Security is tight uh, to make sure this is a smooth transition. And also going forward, we can't uh, let our guards down too early. So, but we're going to stay positive about it and be grateful that some change is coming. Exactly. Now, this is episode 76. I can't believe we can, we're at episode 76. Listen, Tommy, I feel like we're going to have to do something for like the 100th episode. Like, we're going to have to. You know, something. yeah. I pray that everything is, you know, everybody can be out in, 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 in nature um, by yeah. then. So, I, I would love to be able to, to do something nice uh, for our listeners and the people who, you know, support us, definitely. Yes, yes. It's coming, it's creeping up. We're going to have to calculate when that takes place and see what we can do. Exactly, exactly. Now, I did see um, on Instagram, I want to give a shout out to Black Men Run. I saw a lot of them represented at the MLK 5K yes. um, uh, drum run. Took place mm-hmm. in Stone Mountain this year, which I was, yes. which is not far from me. But, you know, I, wasn't, I, I actually had to work on MLK Day. I had to, unfortunately, I wasn't, I wasn't giving that day off. But right. um, I saw a lot of Black Men Run out there. I saw a lot of familiar faces. So I just want to give a shout out to them. And uh, shout out to the organizers uh, that finding a way to keep this race going because that's always been a, a pretty cool race that little 5k. Yeah, Chip and his family have done really, really well with continuing on that race. And I think the other piece to it is that he continues to involve and engage the drum lines and having people there and like putting the excitement out there. It seemed like it was a really good turnout this year. So congratulations to everyone that was able to participate and congratulations Chip for continuing to put on a good race. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Now, this weekend is Jerome Scales Southside. It is a 10K this year, so I'm really excited about that. So um, for our listeners that may not know, a good friend of ours, Jerome Scales, passed away last year. 20, was it 19 or 2020? I want to say it was 19. Wasn't it 2019? 19. He passed yeah. away in 2019. Um, and unfortunately and we their Atlanta track club has commemorated him by having a race that takes place every January um and it's called the Jerome scale south side this year is considered a 10k but it's previously was a 12k he was a board member on the Atlanta track club um for the Atlanta track club and service with them for a long period of time so they wanted to ensure that his legacy and his name continued to live on so that race takes place this Saturday and it's actually in Whitesburg Georgia 
Georgia. So they took it really took it a lot further than um, what we're used to <laughs> with Atlanta track club races, but it's going to be a Macintosh river park. Um, and you can do that in person or you can do it virtually. Um, and so it is a 10 K that you can do in person. Of course, they're doing it the similar, similar, the similar fashion that they did the 10 miler, which is you have to schedule um, for start times. They are not allowing. Sorry. Hello. Sorry about that. <laughs> they are who not this? allowing. Who, who this? Who this? Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, they are not allowing. Uh, like they're not doing. They're not physically handing out um, water and things of that nature. So you have to bring your own. But yeah, so Atlanta Track Club is still facilitating races, and I'm really excited to hopefully be able to participate in that race on Saturday. Now I, I did take a look at it. I think I'm gonna have to go virtual because it's it's pretty far out there. It's, it's, I want to say for me, it was like an hour and 20. Yeah. 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 Cause I had planned on running it. And then Heather was like, you know, that's about an hour away. And I mean, and it's not that I can't drive an hour. It's just, that's two hours that I got to leave trade right. with Heather. And right. I don't know what might happen. I'll come home to the house burn down. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trey, Trey getting, Trey almost too. He getting, he getting lit up in this joint. He so manage, huh? he, you can't just leave, you know, we got to play zone with him. We can't do one-on-one. I could die. He's <laughs> managed. I could die. <laughs> but that's great. Um, yeah. Jerome scales. If you don't know, go to the Atlanta track club website. They, you know, you can learn more about him. He was a great guy. Um, mm -hmm. Very, very big in the running community here in Atlanta, Georgia. And you, you got to know he was big because they got a, a race named after. Right. Definitely. He was definitely big and a friend of Tommy and I's for sure. So definitely miss him, but we want to continue to have his legacy. So if I don't end up going down there physically, I will um, maybe do it in person. Um, I'm, I signed up for in person, but I may have to switch to virtual. We'll see. We'll see what we end up doing. <laughs> now, I did sign up for the Publix half marathon. Okay. Um, which they do, they during the time thing again. I think by the time I signed up, the earliest time was like nine something. So I think that's what I signed up for. Okay. Um, but I'm excited. I'm really excited to go run on the uh, the Atlanta Speedway track. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's going to be really interesting. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting my, my run on. But I don't know if y'all know this yet, but I'm sure Heather's posted this everywhere. We got us a Peloton bike. Yes. So y'all so, in the game. In the game. In the game, y'all. Got us a Peloton. Now let me tell you something. I'm I'm gonna back this story up because before um Braxton, because Braxton has one. Mm -hmm. Um if y'all know that's that's uh that's Indian's boo. Braxton <laughs> Braxton has one. And before you told me Braxton was getting one, mm -hmm. I would have never thought about it. I don't care how much Heather talked about it. I was like, I'm not getting it. Because we had friends, we had friends that had gotten it. But right. they were Heather's friends. They were real bougie, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. They they did, they always had the new stuff, that kind of yeah. people. So I was like, you know what? I'm still not paying that much for that bike. But then right. you're like, well, you know, Braxton ordered one. I'm like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I mean, Braxton's a dude. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, you're a dude. I'm like, Braxton's a good one. Maybe so, so a little backstory as to why he got one. So prior to him. He's been working from home since the whole COVID thing happened, mm -hmm. right? So I was working like virtually, uh, I 
our time frame as far as when we did it shifted anyway but when he worked in the office he was a guy that was five days a week and they had group fitness they had really good group fitness at his job mm-hmm. um and it was very competitive he had people that he linked up with between with between they had personal trainers there every morning so it was one of those things where he was very committed to five days a week every single day um when he had to work he was up at 4 30 in the morning and he was going to go work out so when he came, when they had to switch to virtual, he is completely missing out on that. He was like, I need something. I'm struggling. I don't fell off the bandwagon. Like the at home, he's like the at home workouts just is not me. Like he just can't get the groove of doing it himself. He's used to the competition and the camaraderie and, mm-hmm. you know, talking smack with his coworkers. And so he was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a Peloton and see how it goes. Now, when he first got it, he wasn't really riding. I'm like, listen, people going to come rob us because they know you ain't riding this bike. It needs to be ridden. But, uh, but yeah, and, so yeah. I'm on it every now and then. But yeah, it was one of those things where he was like, I need to do something. And spin was something that was he was able to connect with. But he's still trying to figure out the whole riding with people. Like, I don't think he gets the excitement as I do with riding with people and getting people's screen names and all that. He not in it like that. <laughs> well, let me just say this now, as I and and I kind of I'm, I'm talking about the Peloton mainly because I, when I'm talking about training for the half, yes. I'm incorporating the Peloton. It's great. And, oh my God, my knee! Because I, I when I started back kind of training for this half, mm-hmm. I kind of tweaked my knee. Peloton's helping my knee out. It, yes. it feels so much better after I do a workout on the Peloton. Yeah. Um, with my knee, but but seriously. The reason Heather has it is because Braxton got one. When Braxton got one, I was like, okay, if if you dude, dude, Braxton getting one. Exactly. You know how many <laughs> messages I've gotten when I post my first picture with the Peloton? People are like, uh-huh. will you get a Peloton? Like, they are like, <laughs> you know, Peloton is a low-key, like, they act like it's a whole cult. Like, it's a whole situation. It, no, it's, it's a straight cult. No, it's, it is. It's, it's a straight cult. situation. But I agree with you. Like, my my cross training is going to go to another level because of it. Like the push that you get, the fact that you don't have to go to a gym, you just connect on that thing. You can choose your instructor because for me, Tommy, when I used to go to LA fitness and do my spin classes, I would only go to one particular instructor because I know that they could give me a good push. They had good music, whatever. If that instructor wasn't there, I wouldn't take the class. And so the fact that I could choose my instructor, choose whatever mood I'm in, whatever music I can love. I love that. And, Peloton one up themselves or a thousand up themselves when they added the bar, the yoga, the meditation, the strength training. Like you can do all of that in the comfort of your own home and be pushed by a good instructor. So I mean, hands down, I ain't gonna tell people what to do with their coins, but it is a really, really good. <laughs> well, hey, trust me, I was a brother. Like, ain't no way in the world I'm paying that much money for that damn bike. Ain't no way. I don't care yes. what nobody say. But <laughs> Heather, I ain't gonna lie. Heather did. She did one of my tricks. One of my tricks, when I want something, I just won't shut up about it. I just okay. talk about it and talk. Heather did that. Heather talked about it. She she showed me posts of other people with them. A girl, Adrian, got one. Yeah. Look at Adrian. Adrian got one. And look, she got posters in the background of people riding yes. bikes and, you know, all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Freak it. But you're right. You better watch out. People will come for that for that bike because it took a minute for us to get it. Because even yeah. when you were getting, Braxton was getting him, you were saying, it took a while for him to get it. It took him four months or so to get his. Yeah, so it didn't take us quite that long, but yeah, it took a yeah. minute. He's had his for a while, and we didn't even upgrade. Like, I think the one that he got, like, a couple, a month or two later, they came up with a new one. 
Oh yeah, um, with the moving with the moving screen. I was yeah. like, man, they don't need to upgrade. Like, keep what you got. We don't need no extra. <laughs> like that thing still work. It still work. Well, that's no what screen. I said. But Heather, she said, no, we might as well just go and get one with the moving screen, so I can do my other workouts. I so, hear whatever. you. Listen, Braxton was like, put that put that app on the la- on the um <laughs> on the computer or on the uh on the iPad and turn that, put that, prop that mug up. He was like, you'll be all right. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I ain't gonna lie. It's worth it to see how happy. Heather is so happy. Oh, she good. don't know what to do with herself. She's so happy to have that bike. But anyway, I will say this. Even if you don't want to put out the coins for the Peloton, if you, that, that bike really does, to me, make a huge difference in my running. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of on my off days, I'm doing the bike and, you know, running on the scheduled days that I have set up to train for this half marathon. And I right. can tell you, it, it just a few days that I've been able to do it. It's made a difference. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you definitely have to get your cross training in um, and ensuring that you're, you know, getting that extra movement and not just pounding on the pavement, which is definitely what we need. Exactly. Exactly. So um, just wanted to bring that up and, and, and shout out to, to Braxton. <laughs> yes, yes, we appreciate it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm training for the half marathon. I'm excited about it. I, I, I'm really looking forward to, um, as I said, I probably said on the podcast before, I I did not realize how much I missed in person running um, mm-hmm. when I went and ran the 10 miler. So I'm looking forward to getting out, even though it'll be social distancing, even though it won't be a real crowd, it'll still be enough to get out with other runners, people who okay. like doing what I like to do. Of course. Yes, for sure. You know, we're just pivoting and adjusting in 2021. So that's all we can do. Now, Tommy, before we continue any further, I want to ensure that all of our listeners, if you did not check out our last episode, episode 75 with Sarah Canny, definitely check it out. Um, Sarah is the founder of Rise Run Retreat, and it it is a woman's retreat that is founded in 2015 by Sarah to help women of all ages, abilities, paces, and races gain confidence, find strength, and make authentic connections with running. But the thing about it is, is that it's an awesome retreat in our podcast. She definitely talked about it. You don't have to travel to New England to join um rise run retreat last year was awesome and they were able to launch a virtual running retreat it is a three-day live and an interactive online version of in-person events um and it gives you women's running community a chance to connect with meaningful very 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 great um connections with other individuals despite cancellations and social distancing it's virtual. And I think that I, that's what I love the most. So it is back again in 2021. Um, and the virtual retreat kicks off on February 19th through the 21st. Um, they have guest speakers like Dr. Stacey Sims, expert of female athletic um, athlete sociology and performance, and the author of the book Roar, along with functional nutritionist Erin Holt, who will be taking all her time to talk about gut health, which Tommy, you know, all of us <laughs> need help with gut health and it's really, really important. So of course, with these virtual speakers, you will have access to them. You will be able to also receive a swag bag with that is packed with running goodies and delivered right to your front door. Uh, there will be a chance to participate in live daily chats as well as make connections with other amazing women in the running community. 
So Sarah Kenny hosts this Rise Run Retreat and just brings a lot of uniqueness in-person retreat online. Um, and just what I call like a wellness weekend for running, but it's actually virtual and like who wouldn't want to do that? So again, check out episode 75 to hear more about the Rise Run Retreat. And you can register for the February 19th 21st, through the 21st virtual retreat. That opens up on February 8th. So be sure to grab one unlimited spot before it sells out. And you can use our Run Duo code, which is RunDuo10, RunDuo10, um, and you'll be able to save 10% on your registration. So definitely let us know. Check it out. You can use Rise Run Retreat. Uh, you can go to riserunretreat.com backslash virtual retreat to find more information or Rise Run Retreat on Instagram. So, yes, yes, yes. Definitely check out um, last episode, episode 75, um, because it was a great conversation that we had with her. Mm -hmm. And we talked about a lot of detailed things and things that we probably don't realize that we're missing in the run community and how to connect and how to collab and just just a lot of different everything. So yeah, so congratulations, Sarah, on this launch. And I'm really, or a, a launch of another year. It's not new, new, but um, to, of another year, it's going to be an exciting event. Yes, definitely. Now, India, let's, let's uh, throw some people to your vlog. I know, you know, we do every two weeks, but you do every week on the vlog. So what, what were you talking about the week before? Not, not this week, but the week before. So the vlog that was posted today, or excuse me, yes, the vlog that was posted, let me let me go because you know I'd be um I, she do so I, much. She'd be like, uh, what did I say? What did I talk <laughs> what about? Did I tell this uh, okay, so week before last, I talked about not being a perfect runner. Um, and so like you, Tommy, I um am to be training for the public's half marathon. And honestly, in the, the end of December, I really didn't do much. More recently, after my run in January, I really hadn't do much, hadn't done much, you know, and I just really had to sit back and think like, I feel like we get so much pressure to be this runner that runs five, six days a week, has it all together, eating right, doing all of these things, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. So, so Tommy, I just wanted to be real with my audience and explain to them, I'm not a perfect runner. And I really hope that the the stigma of being an important, uh, a, a perfect runner kind of goes away and diminishes. Like, like, can we normalize not being perfect and having times where we take a break and not having a run streak and um, taking days off and rest days and not having this perfect pace and all of this? Like, can we normalize those things and, and actually be vocal about it? So that's what I talked about last week um, on my blog was just letting people know I'm not perfect either. Yes. Yes, I'm out here running. Yes, I'm a podcast host. Yes, I have a YouTube. Yes, I coach individuals, but I'm also a human. And sometimes doing all those things takes me away from some of, you know, the pavement every now and then. Yeah, I mean, you got to take a break sometimes. I mean, there are some people out there who can just run. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's besides, you know, even if they're not professional runners, like they're not getting paid to run, this is their escape and they just love doing it. Because I go through my... You know, when I am on online, I look at my Instagram. There are people that I've known for years that I met when I first got into the running community here in Atlanta who mm -hmm. still live their lives like runners. I was just thinking about that the other day when I was going through and I saw someone. I was like, wow, he truly lives. I just thought to myself, this guy truly lives like a runner. Like he is constantly, he eats right. He has some form of cross training. He's, he's constantly stretching, rolling. 
doing these things. And he's, you know, he'll throw tips out there. He's not a huge guy. The guy I'm talking about, he's not big on social media, but every once in a while he'll throw tips out there. But it just made me think, like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, like when I first start, when I first met him, he was, um, he really didn't live like a runner. He was just really getting into it. And to see his transformation from just a guy, you know, he run with the uh, BMR every once in a while, you know, that kind of thing, to where he is now, where he's running, you know, sub, you know, four-hour marathons mm-hmm. is amazing. And mm-hmm. I, I had to applaud him because I'm like, dude, I don't know how you keep it up. And, you know, actually he said to me once, because he does bike, he says the biking really helps him. Yeah. I'm doing it. So, yeah, uh, I just, mean, you know, I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, like, I agree. I know, I know a lot of people that chug away at it and tap away at it every single day every week and they do really really well um but I think I I also I think that sometimes we get into a place where we see nothing but those people and when we fall off and are are not where we're supposed to be we down ourselves or get mad at ourselves or get frustrated with with ourselves because we took that break or we you know aren't where we supposed to be but it's like you know what at the end of the day we are casual runners right like we are not elite. We're not getting paid for this. You know, we, we're not. So it's like, it's one of those things where we have to accept that. And also understand that we are humans. Like outside of this, Tommy, me and you have a full eight to five, well, 10 hour day to five well, Yeah, exactly. Job. We have that. Yes, we do the podcast. Yes, I blog. Yes, I do all these things. And yes, I am also coaching on the side. But it's one of those things where I am human. And at the end of the day, when stuff, honestly, for me, when stuff gets awry, when stuff gets, when stuff is not aligned or when it becomes too many changes at one time, I do revert, right? I do pull back. And I think it's important for us to be more honest and upfront and open about those bad times. Because I think on social media, all you see is the glitz and glance and the metal and the gloriousness of running, but you don't see the hard times that runners go through. Oh, yeah, definitely hard times. I mean, even though, I mean, I, you know, like I definitely have stepped back from running quite a bit since, you know, uh, having a tray just because mm-hmm. I'd rather spend time with him as opposed to, you know, running seven miles or doing, you know, getting up so early and doing all that. Even though I'm sure if I wanted to, probably would find a way to give me the time to do it. But I'd rather, you know, spend my evenings hanging out with him. Um, so I completely understand people with lives. I'm shoot, I applaud you doing all that kind of stuff that you do. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yes. You know, when we started this, what's the first thing I said? Yeah, we're going to do this every other week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably the first, because I'd already done one where I did it every week, and I was just like, nah, I don't I don't want my life to be controlled by this. I'd yeah. rather, you know, do it every week, because I understand you got, you got to have a life. Right. And it's all about, for me, honestly, juggling everything, because a lot of people do ask me, how do I do it? It's all about having a schedule. Like, I know that every other Tuesday, even if me and Tommy don't talk, I know (laughs) Tuesday where I'm going to be between five and seven o'clock. Like, I know we're going to be doing recording, even if me and him don't chat it up we're going to do our recording. So I know, which means I block off my schedule. Um, mm-hmm. I know when I have set days, when I talk to my clients, I have set days when I, my, when I vlog. Um, and for me, I think my biggest thing right now is just, I transitioned to a new job and it's taking a lot more time than I expected in, in regards to the transition. Um, and so I'm giving a lot more time to that. Um, but 
you know, it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, I love everything that I'm doing. I appreciate everything that I'm doing. And I think that that's what makes it easier too, is when you love doing what you're doing, meaning my extracurricular stuff, the podcast, the vlog, um, when I'm, you know, the coaching, I love that stuff. So it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like my nine to five. Um, it yeah. Feels- it's your release that, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. that release that you need from, <laughs> from the nine to five. I know, it you is. know, yeah, because <laughs> I know your job, and I, I, I'm I'm not the new job, but I, you have to talk to people and and mm-hmm. do all. And, and I mean, a lot of times I get off the phone, and Heather want to talk because she don't talk to a lot of people at her. Job. And I'm just like, I just need a minute. Yes, <laughs> you know, you need a minute. But her release is the Peloton. Her release is Heather is very fitness oriented. You know, and, you know, so she's constantly got something. Even before we got the bike, she was big on all the other classes and And that's, you know, that's her release. So, you know, I just feel like people need to find what balances that works best for them. Mm -hmm. But as you said, ain't nobody getting paid for this. Right. It's okay. And rest is important. Um, I had a, I was having a conversation with someone the other day on social media and I think it's just more so the things that we glorify in the running community or in the running space. So like, for instance, I feel like we glorify people that are doing run streaks are like above all, like people, people glorify them for doing the run streaks. And like, granted, I give all kudos to anybody that can do run streaks because it is, it, it takes a lot. Like, yes. and I, I appreciate the strength and the dedication and the determination that comes with it. But I'm also one of those people that I feel like our body needs rest, right? Like I feel like there, if you need to take a day, whatever it is, we need rest. Your body needs rest to recuperate. We, our body needs rest to like recover our muscles, et cetera. But I just think for me, it's more so that conversation of how we feel devalued when we're not doing something that a lot of other people are doing. So there are some people that feel devalued because they're not out here run shrieking or they're not running four or five, six days a week, or they're not running eight, nine minute miles, seven, eight, nine minute miles, you know? And it's like, you have to find the value in what you do, what you like and being okay in the space that you're in. And I think that that was kind of my, the purpose of my, my blog was like understanding, like, Accept where you are. This is where you are. This is where you're expected to be. Don't compare yourself to other people, even though I know that it can be hard. But we also have to be cognizant of what we're ingesting in social media, of what people expect you to do. Well, that's I, that was gonna. I would say about social media that social media. I, I love it and I hate it because social media has done great things for our society as far as communication. Um, mm-hmm. People have found ways to you know find whole new um, careers based off of social media, which is, I think it's great. But also if you are not someone who's grounded and, you know, into self and understands who you are, social media can take you in the wrong direction. So that's why I always want people to understand, Hey, just cause social media is a snapshot of that person's day or that hour of that person's day or mm-hmm. whatever. You don't know what else is going on. So let's assume because every time you see this person, they grinning on social media that their whole life is, is that kind of happy. Right, right. And I think that that's what's important. And I think we get caught up too, because we see the celebrities and we follow them and everything's great. But then it's that one day that a celebrity has a moment and they end up in a bad situation. You're like, well, dang, how, where did that come about? And it's like, because you didn't see all the 364 <laughs> other days of their life. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like you didn't see the other minutes of their life. And I, I guess for me, that's my 
trying being transparent those are the people that I gravitate towards most the people that do show the not so great part of things um and I just feel like it's important for us as runners true definitely definitely true so that was that was week before last Mm -hmm. this week what were you talking about so this week I talked about how I transitioned my thought process from being an ambassador in 2020 to 2021 so as you all know um I had six ambassadorships in 2020. um, And as the events happen um, for the year, so between George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, just all the social injustices and all just how the brands react to things, I really had to take a step back and assess and really vet out the companies that I was representing. Because at the end of the day, you're putting your name out there. You're saying that you're an ambassador for this company. So basically you're saying that this company is legit and doing what they're supposed to do. Um, So throughout the year, I also had some, of course, majority of time, if you're an ambassador, you have a Facebook group, a separate Facebook group that's just for the ambassadors and conversation happens, you connect, et cetera. Um, I, I was on some ambassadors, as an ambassador for a couple of companies, I found that within those groups, there was um, there was conversations, negative interactions that were being had in those groups, and the administrator of the company was not what I felt was not doing what they needed to do to step in and moderate, if that makes any sense, or step in and and stop or allow negativity. I feel like when you're an ambassador. We shouldn't be stressed out about going on a Facebook page and seeing what people saying and people being negative. And of course, we're all adults, but I think as a company, you have to be able to rein that in and take control of your company and what you're allowing to happen on your platform. Um, Well, on Facebook platform, but on your page. So there was a lot of different things that happened um, within the year. And I did not, there were some companies that I felt like their statement towards the social injustices was either very vague, either they didn't have a stance or I just didn't agree. They either they posted like an all lives matter type situation. And I'm like, you know what, I had to take a step back and realize that my morals does may or may not align with this company. Um, and I, I honestly, I realized that, you know, it's not just about a discount. It's not just about saying that I'm an ambassador. It's so much more to it. So in 2021, my list is literally cut in half and I'm, you know, I'm excited for that. And I'm glad that I had the ability to be, have courage enough to say, no, I don't want to represent your brand anymore. Um, because I think that there are some people that, are nervous about just saying no, or they're like, well, I still want a discount, but it's like, it's, to me, it's more than that. <laughs> so yeah, I still, I still need that change. Yeah, but the thing about it is like some of these companies give you like 10% and you're like marketing for them like crazy. Like something that I said in my video is like, regardless of if you have 200 followers or 2000 followers, somebody is going to see that you're an ambassador for this company and they're going to click somewhere to get some kind of information. So at the end of the day, you are a walking free marketing for them. Like a 10% discount is nothing to their, their overhead. Like, (laughs) so like at the end of the day, like their sales that they're getting versus what we're getting as being an ambassador is, it's a drop in a bucket. So I think we have to really assess like the companies that we feel like we should be representing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did the ambassador thing a while back, and I just, I mean, I'm not big enough on social media to even, because the things they wanted you to do, I was like, okay, I'm good. And some of them weren't even really, even, like, I, I must admit, I did like athletes. Athletes sent me a bunch of, you know, they didn't give me any discounts. They just sent me a bunch of paraphernalia, which I didn't mind, because I, I yeah. had it out to some of my Wakanda brothers. So, 
it is what it is. But I, I completely understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. And it's a little different now than it was when I was doing it. Because like you said, there are things happening in the world that everybody needs to pick a side. I mean, okay. you know, that's that's a hard one to sit on, sit on the fence on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And if you sat on the fence, I just didn't feel comfortable with, you know, continuing to do that. So, of course, so the vlog was not, I didn't drop names of yeah. you know, companies and all that because that's not my style. But, you know, I just kind of gave a, my perspective on um, ambassadorships because right now that's all you're seeing on social is everybody that got accepted to their different ambassadorships. So, <laughs> so but yeah. I, I always said if I ever got really, really back into running, the only thing I would really want to do, I would really, I wouldn't mind uh, testing running shoes, but I, I don't. Right now, I don't run enough miles to for anybody to give me that. But if I ever, if I get, you know, once I get to when Trey gets to a point where I gotta mess with him as much, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll start putting those miles in again, um, and I can. But that's that's something I wouldn't mind doing. Yes, 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 yes. I had an opportunity to do that um, with a company, but unfortunately, the shoes I just did not like them, so it didn't work. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I mean, testing them and like being, you know, it was, it was a situation to where I had an opportunity of being an athlete with them, but you know, the company just, the shoes didn't work. And it was very unfortunate because I think it would have been a decent opportunity, but you know, they don't work. They don't work. I mean, I'm just one of those people that I'm not going to sign with a company for the money or for the shoes. It has to be so much more than that. And Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work for you, it's no point to putting your body through it if it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I like, and I know this guy's not an ambassador. You ever look at Rainmaker, DC Rainmaker? He tests like all kinds of stuff. I mean, if you ever want to find out about a watch or anything like that, um, his name is, it's, it's called DC Rainmaker. It's a guy's website. Um, he's pretty big. He's tested every Garmin um, I've ever seen, but he does stuff besides fitness stuff too as well. But he does a really good job. He does the unboxing. He, he tests it. And then I think he comes back later after, you know, you know, he might test it when it's brand new, but then he'll come back later and kind of give you an update after you've had it for a while. Okay. But Something like that is, is would be really cool. Um, but I don't think they I think they send him the product, but he sends it back. Okay. Like he doesn't wanna he don't wanna be hope to be they want him to do it because he has such a big following. Right. But then he sends it back because he doesn't wanna say, Hey, I'm doing this to get free stuff, right. you know, right, from, right. from people. So but yeah, DC Rainmaker, y'all I'm I'm sure a lot of people have probably seen it, but y'all should check him out. If you're looking to buy any kind of fitness electronics, I'm sure he's tested it. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's what's going on over here on this front um, and just kind of gearing up to um, gearing up for the next couple months and whatever's going to take place very soon. I'm, I'm excited and we'll see what's going to happen. I'm excited for this year. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a great year, India. Trust it me, it's going it to be a great year. Um, great, great for running. We're going to get back to running together. I'm telling y'all, it's going to happen. We got the vaccine. I, I'm waiting for him to open it up for 50-year-olds because I'm going to be the first in line to get my shot. I know all y'all Tusk, y'all talking about Tusky. I know. Yeah, I ain't worried about that. I'm good. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and get the shot. If I turn yes. into something crazy, you know, it was on me. Yes. I, I am ready for the vaccine as well. I mean, I think that, I mean, understandable as to why us as African-Americans were hesitant or are hesitant to get the vaccine. Um, But I think that at this point, it's, I think for us to go back to a new normal and be out and about and be able to race together and run together, we're definitely going to have to, the vaccine's going to have to be in place. I don't, I personally don't think that, uh, I'm still hopeful for fall, fall races to 
take place, um, but I don't think that they will take place on a larger scale yet. I think it's going to be another 2022 before we'll get back to our like world major races. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'm hoping at least the little ones will come back. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm hoping so too. We'll see. Yes, indeedy. Well, it, it's, you know, it's been a good two weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, you know, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about today, but next week we'll, we'll have some some uh, guests on here. Um, but if India, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow you, how would they do that? Yeah, so you can check me out. My website is www.milesfromindia.com. You can find all of my connections there. If you're interested in coaching, anything of that nature, you can hit me up there. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, it's on Instagram. It's I underscore of underscore Indigo, which is E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. So definitely check me out there. And you can hit me up at tmitch68 on Instagram. That's also my thing on Peloton. So you hit me up on Peloton at tmitch68. And then, of course, Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com. If you want to email me. Another good and uh, awesome episode with the India. Yes. I'll see you in two weeks. Yes, Y'all yes. have a good one. Yes, take care, guys.